in my um, in my training, I'd, in my training, I never got put under the hood. I just, he just he just went don't just look out. He just went no, he just went don't look outside. I was like, all right. Then. Unless they've got access to um, technology that maybe they've got from Skunkworks. Skunkworks. Yeah, you never heard of Skunkworks. The people who uh, built the SR seventy one. Oh no, I thought you thought it was like a, a beer company like Beaver Town or. <laughs> one, we'll be living in a world where there'll be no fossil fuels, and two, might be able to get to Benidorm for a fiver. I almost got slaughtered because they were like, "Do you want champagne?" Champagne. I was like, "Yeah." Welcome to the Winging It podcast. Uh, how are we doing? Yeah, we're doing all right. Uh, we've been very busy, I'd say, with exams. Mate, my brain is fried over the past two weeks. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm done with exams. I never want to set any more exams in my life ever again. Yeah, but you know, we've still got a lot to do. Was it? Um, we're going to do the UKCA and the ASA. Yeah, yeah. So that's 28 in total. No, 26. They merged the uh, comms exams together. Oh, have they? Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's a two. good thing or a bad thing, because usually they uh, well, yeah, bring up the averages. Well, I was going to say, yeah, if you can smash two ninety-five percent, it's game on, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, no, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it's one less exam to worry about. But then again, you are merging the two subjects together, so it's kind of a big of a subject. I don't know. We'll see when it comes to it. But my brain is fried. Uh, I've sat eight exams in the past two weeks, and. I can't bother. I really can't. I just, I just want a beer. I'm off on holiday next week. No, lucky. It's lucky for it's good for some, isn't it? <laughs> I know, mate. But no, it's good. It's I've deserved. N- I've never ever wanted a beer more in my life. Like I can't wait to get it's to the airport the at like two a.m. and just crack open a tinny, or maybe a San Miguel. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> right, what are they called? What's, oh, what's the you green can buy beer? tinnies at the uh, at the airport. Yeah, I don't know. I've never really looked for I tinnies. Know. I don't know. Just have a cold one. Just have a cold yeah, one. Just, yeah, just, yeah, just go with cold one. Yeah, at like <laughs> six a.m. <laughs> Mate, honestly, I'm I'm buzzing for it. I'm buzzing for it. I just need to get away because it's quite stressful. It's really quite stressful because I don't think people realise. Like, obviously, when you're going down south, well, because obviously uh, we live up north, don't we? Yeah. And there's absolutely nowhere other than Scotland where you can take your exams. That's up north. Not that I know of anywhere. Everywhere's down south. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of anywhere actually. Um probably Yeah, like Gloucester, Bristol. Well the close the closest is Oxford, I think. Is it? Yeah. Is that closer good... than Gloucester? Yeah. All oh, right. Well, I think they're probably equidistant from us, but mate, it is stupid. Still a bit of a trek, isn't it? Well, this is the thing, right? I don't understand why they don't, especially with the, the the, the amount of people who would be taking exams. The thing is, you, you tend to find a lot of the schools are down south. But why? That's a good point. It makes zero I, sense. I can't imagine airspace being less busy. No. But I guess maybe that's what they're after. Unless that's where they were established initially, going back maybe. years. If there's anyone thinking of setting up a school, please come to Yorkshire. <laughs> or Lancashire. I mean, to be fair, you've got the Vale of Yorkshire, which is all open. Um, yeah, just please. I, I can't go with travelling anymore. Easier. I'm done with driving. It won't make a difference for us by the time they set something up. No, no, but just please. <laughs> just please. Just we'll, for any we'll, future students. We'll be tra- trailblazers. We'll try and, uh, try and set up. Oh, yeah, we'll set our own up. Honestly, mate, the amount of the driving. The school. <laughs> it's got quite a good ring to it, that. I don't think people would like the fact that you're winging it, though. 
No, I think it's got, really I think it's got trendy, it's got trendy <laughs> like, got trendy like vibe. You could have costumes that you unlike the, what do you call them, epaulets. Yeah. You can have like the wing in it logo. We're looking into changing that. You know, we'll make hoodies, like hoodies with epaulets on kind of thing. You know what I mean? I think we could do hoodies a real fashion, fashion, proper fashion statement. I reckon we could <laughs> change do. it up, change yeah, the game. Yeah. Mate, honestly, we changed the game big time. I mean, you'll get a lot of hate, but that's that's what fuels it. Fuels the, uh, oh, the drive. Bro, the haters. <laughs> <laughs> mate, honestly, right? I think I think it's slap. I think the, mod- the modern aviator yeah. loves Instagram. They love it. They love it. Oh, I don't say thing, they might, and and I've been down south. I've seen a lot of people in uniform in the in the pilot in uniform, and some of them just doesn't just doesn't suit them. Like they're all like twelve year olds in like the dad's shirt. Well, at least get it tailored. Over, oversized. That's that's. It's funny you said that. That's the schools. That's not the students themselves, and that's the schools cutting on corners. Uh, I've heard some schools recycle. Um, What's white shirt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, school uniform or the buying bulk years ago, and they've got a massive storage of these oversized shirts that Mate. one size kind of fits all. Bro, I think looking good is part of it. Oh, yeah. But uh, they put it down to practicality. Nah, nonsense. You're, you can't be in a tight shirt trying to reach for something. I mean, obviously, you don't want to be super tight, just yeah. tailored. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Uh, something that fits I nicely. Don't, I don't want to look like. On my first day of school. Like you got a parachute? Yeah. <laughs> really, we had blazers at school and everyone used you to- You had blazers? Yeah. Like, oh. it was like a- No, my school didn't. And then when I left, they introduced blazers. Just try to be that extra. Yeah, they had above. jumpers, but nobody wore them. Oh, no. Nobody there was a school near me. There was a school near me, the local like comprehensive, which had um, clip-on ties. <laughs> do you remember SWAT nutting? Yeah, everyone <laughs> yeah. used to do it. Yeah, 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 but that's why they got rid of them because people, everyone at that school just kept so swatting. Yes, yeah, so they, <laughs> they introduced clip-on ties so that obviously someone tried to sort it out yet. It just oh, clipped wow. off. Yeah, God, everyone used to do that. That's, yeah. That was the fun of being in school. I that's feel like... Halifax, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I'm talking about school now. Hey, um, go with the flow. Go with the flow. But definitely school in, uh, in the UK might be different to other areas. I feel like bullying was just part of it. <laughs> Character <laughs> building. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, you, you'd give it, you'd receive it, but it's just a bit of banter. You wouldn't class it as... Yeah, well, I think there's, I think there's a line. Yeah, obviously. obviously I never experienced anything. it. I never experienced it. I think, you I definitely don't, don't, you don't... You won't experience this at uh, schools like this when you go for your aviation training. Did uh, you go... Um, did your school have that... Um, that, like, quiz for careers day or whatever they did, where you'd, you'd, you'd answer, like, 60 questions and then it'd spit out a career that it'd try and align you to? Uh, not so much 60 questions or anything like that, but we definitely had something where you'd answer a few questions and they'd be like, oh, you'd be suited to this. Or, or usually like questions like mental arithmetic or oh, no. stuff like that. No, I just went on a quiz online and then they'd be like, it's spit out. And I'd always like manufacture it. It'd be like- You're suited to being a chef or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I did it. I think I did it for like for real the first time, like honestly. Yeah, yeah. And it came out with like some wacky ass career, like gardening or something. But then, but then afterwards, I'd like manufacture my answers to a gay airline pilot. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. I've done one and I took it seriously. Now I'm uh, like doing quote marks. Where did you get cabin crew? No, no, no. I got pilot. <laughs> Weirdly enough, one of them. So it gave you like a list, like top five were most suited. And then the next five were like, yeah, you suit to them, but they're not as good as the first five. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One of them was pilots in the top five. Oh, but like bad. you said, I'm answering the questions and I roughly know 
<laughs> you, you, you know do? what to put down. I was looking. I think to I see I, what to get. I've known what I've wanted to do since since a baby, basically. I think we've spoken about it, but I, I've known what I've wanted to do since I was a kid. So, like going through school, it never bothered me. Like there's loads well, of people trying to find their way in life. I think everyone's different, especially when it comes to uh, piloting. We spoke about the. I think we touched upon it in the pilot network episode. If you haven't listened to that. Was it episode Plug. five? Five, yeah. Was it five, yeah? Yeah, five. Yeah. If you haven't listened to it, I'd definitely recommend. We talked to um, the Pilot Network guys, um, three pilots in different jobs, um, different companies, and they spoke about how... Yeah, three different paths to where they got to. Yeah, exactly. They spoke about when they were younger and how they came into it. But um, yeah, like you, like you just said, you've known... All your life. Yeah, yeah. Um, it Some people fall into it just, just by yeah. chance, which is quite cool as well, I think. But I think I think that happens for people who have somewhat grown up around the industry, even if like there's an uncle who flies. Like, yeah, because for me, for me, anything, I think anything that's had an influence. Um, so, what, what, did you have an influence? Did anything that influenced your reason to want to be? Maybe, maybe the fact that it was. I don't the know. I think I just enjoyed. Well, no, I think I think I don't know. I think I think as a young kid, when you're traveling a lot, when you oh mate, when you step on when you step foot on on that airliner for the first time, mm. bro, yeah. it is. It, <clears throat> and I'm lucky enough to like have flown. And by the way, by by flown, I mean like travel countries. Yeah. I've I've been lucky enough to travel on all sorts of aircraft, and to this day, it's still a bug. Like yeah. getting on a new type of aircraft, like. Yeah, you get in the three twenty ones and stuff like that. But when you get to step foot, like step first time I stepped foot on a three eighty, it was fascinating. I was nerding out like man, and you're just looking around with your mouth open and just like. It was funny because I was coming, I was coming home from Dubai the first ever time, and I was on an Emirates three eighty. Yeah, and it's like midnight. I don't know. I think they they coordinate for business reasons that so like it lands at like six a.m. I don't even know. I can't yeah, remember. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So. um it's like 10 o'clock at night. Everyone around me is like, just wanting to get asleep. And I'm just like a giddy kid sat in the corner. Like, going, oh my God, oh my God. And um, yeah, I'm like walking up and down thing, trying to go see up galley, see like maybe sneak Pete into like first class first kind class. of thing. Honestly, yeah, I was I was like a giddy kid. No, I didn't get a chance. Like, did they did curtain it off. Yeah, it's I know. A bit too bait. Do you not get, um, did you not ask them? Nah, I'm just, the people who fly first class on them are rich people. They're not going to let a, You never know. Someone might have had an Amex card. Oh no, that's just Avios points in it. Yeah, never mind. Hey, I, I don't think they're <laughs> using Amex card on them bad boys. <laughs> but yeah, oh, I they do for BA. Oh mate, uh, to be fair, I've flown business on BA. Not not like bigging myself up or anything, but <laughs> it was just for financial reasons. I could have done it. But BA's first uh, business class was quite good. Yeah, I wish I could fly more. Like, I get I get why people fly business class. I really do. I, get, I, I understand. Um, I, I'm pretty content with sitting in, in economy. I, I wonder really if you get am. different food. Do you offer different food? Yes. Do you? And champagne. As you, as you walk on. That's cool. Yeah. Well, no, for the flight. I mean, that makes sense. You're paying. I almost got assholed on that flight. I was only in it for four hours. <laughs> how, I old? Was, how old? Oh, no, it's, it's when I went to Cyprus or somewhere. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I was, I was, I was your age. age. 15, 16. I almost got <laughs> slaughtered because they were like, do you want champagne? I was like, yeah. And I, took, I took a few orange juices to break it up. Like. Do you not, um, wait, so you had, uh, oh, was it cold when you mix champagne with orange juice? Mimosa. Yeah. yeah. So that's what you have. <laughs> no, yeah. I wasn't like a middle-aged like, woman. In my stomach, it was mimosa, but yeah. <laughs> on the outside, just... it was it was champagne, then an orange juice, champagne, then an orange juice. So, so all three? What? Were they three? 
Tell you what. Do drinks? Oh yeah, free drinks, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah classes. I mean, mate, I mean business class, mate. Bloody hell. I, I've never flown business class, you well, see, so. You've got to live the highlight. I've got to like stick me. to uh, <laughs> Ryanair. There's nothing wrong with Ryanair. There's nothing wrong with low-cost carriers. I quite like no, them. No. I'm looking, hey, I'm looking forward to my easy jet flight on Monday. I really am. I'm jealous that you're going away again. I am. I'm not going to lie. I just want to get away from this weather. It's, it's been beautiful. Yeah, but it's still humid. I couldn't care less, mate. The sun's been blazing. Oh, when I were at Gloucester this, this the other day, honestly, I was sat after one of my exams at Gloucester the other day. There's, oh, it's called, I think it's called like the Aviator. There's a bar or it's called the Aviator. And a beautiful blazing sunshine right at the foot of the runway. And it's on like a little hill so you can kind of just beautifully look over. And there's a lot of jet traffic out of Gloucester. Jet? Yeah, no, business, Gloucester. business jets oh. and all that, yeah. Oh. And um, I still look out when I, I go got out. I got out of the exam and I'm like, I really fancy it. Oh, your last exam. No, it wasn't. It, it was won my, your my, last exam. You can... I, I just, I, but I'd done two exams that day, and I was just, I was in the mood to just have a pint. Would you recommend flying down there? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just make sure you spell it right, because Jack, receptionist lad, can't yeah. spell Gloucester. And he put it on his story, and he pointed out he couldn't spell Gloucester, even though the thing called autocorrect. He couldn't spell it right. And he, and he, uh, Imagine putting that into the um, <laughs> into flight director. Yeah, Why is it not coming up? Why is it not coming up? <laughs> Ends up somewhere like America or yeah. Scotland. God, that, that's a long trip. <laughs> We're doing one, one go. No refuel. Yeah. I'll give it to him. It's a hard word to spell Gloucester. Yeah. Um, coming, being being foreign myself, it's, it's just one of those things where the English language, so many different ways, is pronounced the same, spelt so many different ways, like Middlesbrough, Edinburgh. Oh right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. You know. Worcester, Gloucester. They just got silent C's and U's and oh, G's. And I'm so glad I speak English because <laughs> if I was like, if I had to learn English, I'd, I'd have given up on like first lesson. Yeah. I really would have. Uh, that's one thing. I, I wonder if they take into account if you can speak when applying for a, an airline. Yeah. The pilots. Do they take into account? Can you speak other languages? Can you, uh, uh, is that a thing they look for? Probably not. Officially, but I think low key, yeah. Low key, probably. Like if it came down to, well, I, in fact, you, no, know, like you and somebody else, if you fly, and you've if got I, the same qualifications, but you can speak a different maybe, language. Maybe I think I think if you can it, I don't know. I think I, I think it depends who you fly for. Personally, I think if you were to fly for like one of the Middle Eastern airlines, they ain't oh, gonna care yeah. at all because you'll be flying to all over the world. Yeah, kind but if you're flying thing. a low co low cost carrier where you're flying Who's to based? Spain every yeah. day or two days, like maybe I don't know. But I don't think it defines if you, I don't think it defines because I think I think people who 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 were born in the UK have a disadvantage. Why? Because technically you know, they can learn. No, I know you can you can probably speak English better, but if you everything in the world revolves around the English language, right? Yeah. So like, if you're from Italy, right, you'll speak Italian, but all the movies are all mm, in English. English. It's so much easier to learn. Yeah, I no, think it it's be definitely, anyway. and I've been told that it does. It does help when you're watching films, uh, listening to songs, radios. You you pick it up. <laughs> it's like when you um, we were, when I was on holiday, we we had um, we had um, we went on a boat trip, and uh, when I said the other week, it makes me sound like I'm away all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we had this lad, and he would, uh, he was from uh, Lithuania, right? Yeah, but bro, he sounded American. No, and that's that's the thing. And it's because he watched American movies growing up, and yeah. that's how he learned well, it. Well, it's not only that. Uh, in the rest of Europe, you tend to find that they teach American English rather than British English. Yeah. Um, even the way of the spelling and everything, that's and the pronunciations. Pro 
Pronunciation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. God, I'm questioning my own English now. <laughs> no, it um, is foreign, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I actually enjoy languages, uh, even if whether it's something that they take into account or not. I uh, yeah. It's, I think, almost, no, it's I good th- to have. I think it well, it's good to, especially if you're traveling around. You can uh, my mate, cultures. My mate speaks fluent uh, French really? and fluent like kind of you know the language like that spin off from French like Swiss or. Um, stuff like that. It can speak pretty good German. I'm so jealous, man. I love German. Um, I hate German. It's such a hard language. I I, I don't find it's it. It's quite bad. aggressive. It's quite aggressive. Oh, I like the mate, honestly, right? I was trying to be a bit aggressive. <laughs> me, my I was in Switzerland and me and Mitch wanted to chill that pine, right? And the skier comes up and he's German, and he just starts like, I'm not going to bother trying it, but he starts speaking to us. And I thought I'm going to go in English. No, in in. Initially in German, and Swiss was, German or something like. No, he was he was he was from Germany. Oh, right, I thought okay. having a go at us, and then we we're like, oh no 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 no. <laughs> <He's> trying <laughs> to speak English, English, and he goes, yeah, escalate the situation. Yeah. And then you know. he just turns on, he's like, oh mate, uh, can I just go to the queue? I don't know what he's asking, but bro, any English? Yeah, we're just it was just the calm. most chill. Like, yeah, I was like. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's, the same, it's the same with Greek, mate. All the Greeks yes. sound like they're. You said that. You're saying that. No, I've been shouted out, uh, shouted at in front of hundreds of people, Athens underground. Now the train pulls up, <laughs> and I'm stood there with my family, and this underground station was rammed, like packed, and it was a massive platform. And the train pulls up. Obviously, in England, when the doors don't open, you think you've got to press a, you press a button. Yeah, don't yeah, you? yeah, yeah. The light was lit up. Go to press the button. The door no, won't opening. Yeah. I'm the only, I look around, I'm the only one pressing this button. <laughs> People inside the train looking at me. And this Greek woman just turns around and absolutely loses it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what she was saying at me. I'm like, look, I'm English. <laughs> I can't speak the language. I, I can only speak, I only understand English. I don't understand Greek. And that other people intervene trying to calm her down. Other Greek people. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what she was saying to this day. Oh, really? Oh. To this day. But I just thought, what have I done wrong? <laughs> I just pressed Maybe the it's button. Culture, I don't know. But uh, Maybe one of them who likes. But that's the thing. I understand. Um, uh, it's like that in Italy. If you were to listen to Italian language, um, people, I, I've been in conversations, and people are like, oh God, why are you shouting at each other? Yeah. Or why yeah. are you so like passionate? I'm like, no, we're just asking. Where's the cheese? Yeah, yeah, Where's the parmesan? Not to get stereotypical. Yeah, just pass the salami over. <laughs> But yeah, I think I think I think I think in the aviation world in the modern world, I think uh, I don't think it matters, matters too much anymore. Yeah, I think maybe back in maybe back in the day when, because um, I think now they've standardised it all, so everyone's got to speak uh, a certain level of English to be able to. Yeah, well, this, get a they mentioned it in stop. the um, well, the Emirates uh, yeah, so conference. The, so your proficiency. proficiency. I think it's, so. I think to get a PPL, I might be wrong here, but I think it's level four. Think well, how many to, levels? Is it, f- it well, got five? No, it goes up to six. So oh, Emirates wide. Level four. I'm sure they mentioned four. Oh, I don't know then. They wanted a high proficiency yeah, regardless. Yeah, yeah. They wanted it one above what you need to get an ATPL. Oh, is it? For, just for relativity's sake. It's um, just Emirates being Emirates, I guess. Well, yeah, but I think... <laughs> no, I think it's good that But you, I think that's crew, mate. Cooperation, like... If yeah, you, it's, if you, it's, it's if important. If there's miscommunication between you... Do, you... do you ever... You've worked in a bar, yeah, in hospitality. Do you ever notice... Having learned about crew cooperation, um, uh, for any listeners out there, once you start, I, I don't really think it touches upon it uh, that much. 
in PPL, but I'm talking about human performance under that uh, subject. Not like a corporation. Yeah, they talk about it, don't they? The, and yeah, yeah. How important it is. And obviously, with your ATPLs, are going to in depth about it and, and whatnot. Have you noticed any anything now you've learned it when you're working at bars or anything, how it could be different? Because I've definitely picked up on a few things. Um, um, maybe the problem is I work, when I've worked at bars, I've always worked with my best mates. Yeah, that's <laughs> so different. Once you, well, once you were with friends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, when you speak, you it's like, banter. when you speak to the younger banter. kids, when you speak to the younger kids, like who kind of in their first job, yeah, mate. Some of them. I mean, and it comes with. I was probably there at that point, but some of them are just so shy, or they try and go around. They do a roundabout way of saying things, and yeah, mate, just be oh, they, to they the speak point. quietly. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like, which I mean, fair enough. You're, you're six, fifteen, sixteen. You're coming into your first job. You, these are all strangers around you, and you're not quite comfortable. You'll never obviously find that in the case of. I, th- um, I think. I think in the world, in the, in in this world that we're in, I think. Um, aviation. By this world, yeah, I mean aviation. Yeah. I just like, keeps. I just consciously saying the word about four times every minute. But um, <laughs> I think you've got to be straight to the point, and you've and as well, you've got to have a bit of not a thick skin, but you've got to understand that if people are straight to the point, you don't you don't think it's a personal thing. And a day, it, it does come to safety. Um, oh, if you're mate, not yeah, straight yeah. to the point but implicit communication you don't yeah. want any of that nonsense you want explicit communication that's one thing I've learned <laughs> but you want to be um, because someone's a nerd <laughs> <laughs> no I think definitely you've got to be the case of you've got to be able to also hand out criticism while being able to take it I think it's important but not in a bad way but just helping each other well like, you can, you always learn something you're always learning Especially always. being a pilot, you're yeah. always learning. I remember always. the first time. I remember the first time, like you kind of get get put in the responsibility of having to communicate with ATC or whatever. And me, I was crapping myself. Because, oh yeah, like, because like yeah, yeah. everyone then, does. Everyone does yeah, about yeah. that. And then yeah, you, you got messed up a few times. And um, your instructor's always like, "Well, no, you should be saying this. You should be saying that." But it don't mean it in a bad way. It just means it just wants you to be the best you can be, kind of thing. And um, there's only one way to learn and it's making mistakes, man. Yeah. Um, I think it's good. Of all the instructors, I've had quite a few different instructors, which is some people say it's good to try different because everyone's got a different teaching style. Yeah. And um, some people say, no, you only want to stick with one because, and I think I've touched upon this again previously, but I've had quite a few instructors and I'd say all of them have been pretty stern in terms of... Old school, what I'd call old school. Well, no, even even young ones, they say, if you mess up, they say, no, you're doing it wrong. They won't be like, oh, don't worry, Timmy. Molly cuddling yeah. you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't worry about it. No, you've just messed up that landing. You've slammed us into ground. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, what, what are you doing? Well, you don't do that. I've taught you not to do that. And I think that's good because you, you, personally, and I read this somewhere from a, a pilot, it is important. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to you know, uh, fluff it up and make it sound good. When you're a pilot, you do get yourself in situations where you're, you shit yourself up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is where you learn the most. Yeah, yeah, Especially yeah. when you're on, uh, on your, when you're on your own. Even if you're doing your, a solo navigation, you're still learning, you're still getting your about though, right? Yeah. That's, well, it's indirectly what it's about. Well, kind of. It depends what route you go down in terms of our building. Um, because in some instances, again, and I've I've been speaking recently to some other pilots or people training, 
uh, who've done their research into the MPL. I don't know why I refer to the MPL, but that's the easiest one personally to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to come to. Um, only because I didn't know this, but they're always with somebody else in the cockpit when they're our building. Oh, because they don't have an SCP? Yeah. I think so. Jesus, I didn't realize. Oh, you so, wouldn't think about it. So yeah, yeah. I, are sense. you actually learning? Like, it's weird when you're on your own, especially the first time when you get your license. It's like, I don't know if you can, anyone listening can relate. When you, do you know when you first pass your driver's license, driver's yeah, test? Yeah. You got McDonald's. No, <laughs> I just drove around. Oh, it's monkeys. <laughs> I just drove around a power station. <laughs> just wasn't it around. Yeah. Um, just just like a quick 15 minute drive. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I did, but it was weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't have anyone sat in your, to left of you or right of you in this yeah, case. Yeah, it's just you. Yeah. And you think, you sat there thinking, bloody hell, they trust me to. To be mm. operating this. But you now imagine that when you're flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can kill yourself bad. <laughs> if you Not only up. that, you can cause a lot of damage. And this stuff does go through your head. And it just makes you think, bloody hell. But then that's, like I said, that's when you learn. You're getting will, yourself into sticky situations. It's you said about the owl building. Because when, when, when I was in Cyprus, I went on that flight and I was chatting to the guy about it. And um, he was saying, and this shows you how, much, how many people must be training out there. Not a lot. Um, no, and he was saying that every other flight out there, because it's not an integrated school, he just does it. Um, well, I guess it's like a modular, but it's not. It's the only school out there. Yeah. It's not modular. It is modular, but it's not modular. It's like the only school. So the way to do it is you get your SCP, you get that way, yeah. do it the modular kind of route. Yeah, and um, he was saying that every every all the other, way to ATPL. Base, I think they might have to go. I don't know. I, I can't remember what he was saying, but yeah, uh, that's the approach they take. But he was saying when they when they start our building, every other flight he goes up with them, um, to and what he does is he's he's constantly testing them in the fact that like he'll put the hood on them, even though they're not doing a an IR or they're not doing instrument flight, he'll put a hood on them, yeah. and he'll make them fly under the hood, yeah, um, just using instruments and doing all the maneuvers under instruments as well, um just to try and constantly improve the fact, just to kind of constantly improve. I think that's, that's actually a really good idea because if you ever get yourself into a situation, I don't know, say yeah. a cloud, the cloud base suddenly, uh, yeah, it just drops all of a sudden or, yeah, and you try to do a um, rate one turn, you're still in cloud, you don't, you, you panic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's good because... I think it's. I don't know what Cyprus is like though, uh, in terms of climate and how oh, stuff mate, like that can you'll happen. Be lucky, you'll be lucky if you fly into IMC there. Really? Bro, like, I mean, there's clouds about, but you don't get any like fog farming on a morning. Oh, uh, nah, there's, there's a bit of haze. There's a bit of haze, obviously, because it's very it's dusty. Climate it's still in BMC though. Yeah, basically. Um, I don't know. I'm maybe not. I don't know. When he was telling me, I was, I was not. Maybe not every other flight. Because mm. surely you've got 100 hours you got to do a PIC, right? Or have something to that effect. Bro, what are you going to do for 50 hours under the hood? I don't know. It gets uh, logged as instrument uh, flying as well, surely. That I do not know. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't ask him that far. I was too busy crapping myself about I flying. I know. Any flying I've done, well, we don't really have a hood here. Um, we have uh, foggles. Oh, no, I got put under the hood. What, you? Yeah, my test. Oh, I've never been put on a yeah, hood. Yeah, yeah. No, whoa. In my, um, in my training. Oh, did I? In my training, I, I never remember. got put under the hood. I just, he, just, he just went, don't just look outside. He just went, no, he just went, don't look outside. I was like, all right. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, <laughs> so that's the, the first time I, the first time I, uh, the first time I went under the hood was on my test. Oh, wow. But it's not, I can't to remember be fair, it's not hood. different. It's just the no, difference it, is you've just got a 
bit of grey above your eyes. Yeah, it's basically your field of view is uh, restricted heavily. Yeah, yeah. But um, I've lost my uh, train of thought. But yeah, I think it's. Uh, I, think I don't know what I was saying. The, no, I didn't go It was about training. I think in the grand scheme of things, doing that is important. I think yeah, testing yourself. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. Um. So let's move on to. Um, oh, let me just get my notes up. We were going to move on to uh, supersonic planes because I think. Um, yes. I've known about it for a while that there's there's the company. Oh, there's two. I think there's the boot. I think there's there's boot two, two and the car. What the other one is? I think it's, it's it's a bit like Airbus and Boeing, but there's an American one and there's a European one. Is there? Yeah, I, think I so. thought they were both American. No, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's a European one. But anyway, boom. They're they look they seem to be the kind of trailblazers in, in the yeah the lead the leads in the market. But they're they're on the verge of um, what is it verge? It's probably about ten years away still. But they're you on the think? Yeah, yeah, maybe. I think it's less than the that. Certification they've got to go through. Oh, they've still not. They've still not made a full prototype. Yeah, they, they've only got, got scaled down stuff. I think. I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so a bit they're, they're, still, they're still a fair way off. Oh, there's me thinking. Oh, 2026, 2027. No, I doubt it'd be that close. Unless they, well, you never know. The, the American that's a good good funding. Yeah, the FA, the American FA. You know, they're uh, prolific at getting things through quickly. Really? Cough, cough. Boeing seven C seven Max. They push oh, that through big time yeah. quick. Yeah. 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 Oh, hello. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> you need to play, we need, we need to start bingo with it. <laughs> or sweepstake, right? We need to start a sweepstake. At what point in the podcast will he break his voice break? <laughs> um, it's, not, it's getting out of hand now. It's all right, mate. We all, we all voice break. Every single time. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> um, no. But yeah, no, yeah I, I, we're still a fair way off it, but I think it's very exciting. Because I think, obviously, we were around think when Concord was about. Oh, were we? I was born in I 98. Mean, we were, we, you were born in 98? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm old, oh. mate. Yeah. When did you get out of service? I was born in 2000. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> You're a millennium baby, what were they calling? Yeah. Oh, um, when did, did Concord go out of service? Was it early 2000s? No, 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 no. no. Uh, early 2000s. We were definitely alive while it was in service. God, that does make I'm me sure because um, my mate's mum and dad flew on Concord in like 2002 or three. I swear. Yeah. To America and back. Damn Which, it. imagine that'd be so cool if I you was could jealous. say Like, people say, oh, I've flown on a Jumbo. Imagine saying, I've flown on Concorde. Um, <laughs> retired, yeah, November 2003. Yeah, I think just before I retired. Mate, I'm jealous. But I think, my, I think, I think my dad's been on it. I can't remember. But I was, uh, I've listened to, I've watched That's like, cool. um, there's like a proper grainy documentary on YouTube of um, following, following a crew where they're flying to, to New York. And it is mental. It's like the little things like um, where, because it expands because of the heat. Mm, yeah. The whole plane expands. So like the captain would be able to put um, his jacket and stuff in a little gap that wasn't there. So when he take off, they'd like take off. And then because the plane expanded, there'd be like a gap, say um, the length of your index finger. I don't know. Really? Yeah. And it'd be like a coat hanger where you could put your jacket and cap and stuff. And then if you didn't take it out, by the time come landing or whatever, I think it'd shrink a new jacket and coat would just be stuck in it. And this gap, when you won't be able to retrieve it because it's sheet metal kind of thing. And it's well cool, yeah. No way. I never knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, I, if you just Google it, you'll be able to find it. But nah, supersonic flight, man. But there's one uh, at Manchester, isn't there? Um, oh, yeah, B- yeah. B-O-A-C. Like the Reg? B-O-A-C? Boak. Yeah, G. G Boak. Golf Which, Boak. which was the name of... Uh, British Airways beforehand on there. Oh, is it? B-O-A-C, yeah, I'm sure. Is it not Britannia or am I? 
No, no, you might be right. You might be right. Yeah, but no, but uh, God knows, I can't remember. Uh, my God. history is terrible. I don't have a clue now. Um, <laughs> down on yourself. Nah, but yeah, I think there's a few in the UK, and I, weirdly enough, I've been lucky enough to see quite a few of them. So I, I actually read um, that was it American Airlines. So they've pre-ordered twenty of these boom supersonic uh, planes. Yeah, yeah. With forty as an option to buy extra, forty extra to buy. Yeah. Now, we were just discussing this. Um, earlier the only place you can actually use these aircrafts really are transatlantic flights the, the, and technically I say transatlantic and not over the Pacific because only the aviation companies between Europe and America are actually going to be able to purchase these well this is the thing right so I think the, you look, the, you're the problem gonna... is we have, the only thing we've got to compare to is Concorde well, and Concorde realistically wasn't that great of a success I don't think it was anyway I think, I think it did a lot for the industry. An engineering fee, yeah. yeah, big time. But in terms of a commercial success, I don't think so. Yeah, because... So well, that's the only thing we've got to go not, on. That's not, the issue. I don't think they're ever going to allow supersonic flight, commercial anyway, like that, that's not military, over, over land on a regular basis, you know? Yeah, I don't know. You? I think, I, I it don't depends. Because it's, it's, the issue is it's, it's the supersonic boom. What do you call it? Yeah, the um, uh, what do you call it? I used oh. to know this. Sonic breaking boom, the sonic, sound, sonic sound barrier. barrier, sonic boom. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing that has caused issues. Like there be there's reports. Mac one. Well, yeah, anything. Yeah, basically, as soon as you hit Mac one. Um, well, no, I think you can do it below. I think the, it's only the air that has to travel yeah. at Mac one. It's not yeah. the actual aircraft. It's like you get you can get sonic booms out of uh, trains coming out of tunnels because the air's been compressed oh, yeah. so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think it's the air that hits. Anyway, um, yeah, because the the. Sonic booms caused by the air, um, kind of getting back into the gap that's been caused by the object going through through it. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's a little uh, lesson for you. Yeah, back to my aeronautical engineering days. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think um, I don't know. It's a good question because you can't stop a sonic boom. Like if you're going no, over Mark One. Well, Concorde was never allowed to go uh, supersonic above uh, a certain flight level. Above no, above land. Oh right, yeah. Only above. The uh, Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, it's... I doubt that'll change. Yeah, I doubt that. That's why I'm saying, what other airline or where else in the world will they... Um... Well, this is what we're saying. I think you suggested Emirates, but no, for Emirates, when it's impossible. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like when you said, unless Emirates is going to fly um, over the Indian Ocean to like Australia. Oh, here we go. It's on their website. I've been browsing their website. It says... Um, Zero overland noise impacts. So it says we're designing overture with overture is the name of the, um, the project, model. yeah, model over. Yeah, with noise sensitive communities in mind to meet or exceed all current and anticipated noise rules. Yeah, so basically they're not going to exceed a certain speed limit. I don't know, you know. Well, they're not going to have like a unless they found some technology where they silence their yeah, engines. <laughs> they can just do some sort of like zero sound sonic boom or whatever. I don't know that. There's I'd no love to know way. how to do that. Love to know how to do that. Do you reckon it'd be like a spaceship, man? <laughs> yeah, it could be. It's fair, it could, it, to be fair, it could be to do with how high Unless they go. Unless they've got access to um, technology that maybe they've got from skunkworks. Skunkworks? Yeah, you never heard of skunkworks? They're the people who uh, built the Is SR-71. Oh, no. I thought, you, I thought it was like a, a, a beer company like Beavertown or... 
That's what I was thinking. That was my first thought. It always rolls around being weird. Mate, I'm not going to lie. I low-key, I'm an alcoholic for the next week and a half. <laughs> no, um, yeah, there they were. I bet you still haven't watched Top Gun, have you? No. Oh, no. Gosh. I know, it's coming out on Sky, um, though. It's coming out on Sky soon, so I might just bite the bullet and buy it on Sky. Yeah, definitely. And then I'll watch it, and then... Well, and then finally, I can say I've watched it. They've got um, a highly classified plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, apparently, well, obviously that one's not real, but it's going to be based off of the SR-72, which apparently is going to be released yeah, soon yeah, into yeah. actual active... Uh, Mate, some of the military active. aircraft is mental. Well, these are the ones who... Skunkworks, part of Lockheed, they design all these yeah, yeah, yeah. highly classified top secret... Mate, imagine working on that. I imagine know. I'm working that. That'd That's be cool. cool. I th- I think imagine I'm being a- test pilot. Mate, I know. I, I mentioned... Mean, um, it's risky, but... I mentioned my... I, th- I, th- I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but my mate's just got a job at <laughs> right? And they're... <laughs> and they're um, That's it. We might, we, we might have to cut this out. I'm actually asking, but it's essentially they're transferring the technology from nuclear submarines to space travel. Yeah, I definitely which, feel like the, <laughs> you can't be saying this. No, I'm not saying... Oh, it's pretty well known. I might Google after as well, fun. But yeah, that sounds cool. <laughs> So like just the t- they're transferring the technology of nuclear stuff where they can just go underwater for years and years. I, I know, but they travel at slow speeds. So yeah, what no, is it? That yeah, but imagine if a plane just obviously, hopefully not I don't crashes think it, into the ground with this nuclear yeah. technology or whatever, and it. What I don't think it's, I don't think it's air travel. I think it's space travel that he's working on. Oh, then that makes sense. Yeah, that's different. Then again, I don't know. You'll never know. No, well, until, I will not. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll ask him, but I won't be allowed information. to say. <laughs> I won't be allowed to say. It was funny, I was, I was somewhere else as well. I was playing some gig the other, I've, I said the other week, it was a couple months back now, last Jubilee bank holiday, so in like June. And this guy came up to me and he, he worked, he worked for, I'm not going to say it, he worked for a company. We'll just leave it at that. Um, and he just, he just wow, started, so, he so just like started spurting out. He's like, oh, I'm not supposed to say this, but... Um, this, that, and the other. And it was just like spurting out like- Classified what, information. What I presumed was classified information about- um, Is this an aerospace company? No comment, Your Honor. No comment, you sure you can tell me? I don't know, maybe. I'll, right. t- I'll tell you off, I'll tell you off, uh, off microphone. Right, oh yeah, okay. I just don't want to get this guy in trouble, that's all. No, I'm not sure how they'll find no, out. No, I didn't want the name of the company. I just wanted to know, is it- it's- Could it be the- mm. Well, yeah, but it's pretty- Oh, right, okay, it's I understand. Ob- it's I understand. pretty obvious if you- Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah no, I understand um, now. I've just, it's just clicked. It's yeah, thankfully. And then, me, honestly, like, I was just like, bro, you shouldn't be telling me this. Well, I'm glad you are telling me this because it's quite cool, but yeah, you should be telling me this. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I forgot, I've completely forgotten my train of thought. But let's go back to Boom. Let's go back to Boom. Because I want to know if it'll be a commercial, a commercial success or not. Because um, I think it all, it's all to do with the engines, well, man. It all has to be. Yeah, because, I tell you what, I reckon, um, no, I'm going to tell you what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that it is. I'm hoping that more gets are ordered by different airlines, so it increases the odds of uh, me being able to fly this thing. <laughs> Mate, that is exciting. Because exactly. when this comes out... I reckon we'll be... We might be in the prime. I was just about to say that. Enough, Ten enough years time, I'll, experience. I'll be 34. Enough experience for it. Yeah. Like um, flight experience, different aircraft that maybe you can apply. Bro, I'll be 34. I'll be like in the prime of my life. Supersonic jet fighter pilot, basically. Unless they just hire older, way more experienced pilots. Nah. Well, oh, wait, I get, British Airways, please don't do that. 
I'm just saying because BA are more likely to get it just because of the Concord yeah, obviously. stuff. Yeah, it's going to be BA I don't if know, anyone. I don't Virgin will probably double. I reckon Virgin will just be like, now nah, we're making Try our own. <laughs> su su supersonic flight to, to, to Orlando. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, no one's, I can't imagine people wanting that to that, that, that level of business. But um, let me just try and find some stats whilst you uh, waffle on. Yeah, I just, <laughs> just want to see like how many seats they've got. Um, I can't imagine it being that many. You, oh, by the way, United. I know you're saying American Airlines, but United have signed up to as well. Boom or the other ones? No, boom. Who are the Who are the other ones? You said there was two. The, the European one. I'm pretty sure there's a European one. I'm pretty sure. I, I never heard about this. There's, there's definitely a couple. Um, but like I say, Boom, I think Boom are way ahead of anyone else. Um, yeah, I mean, some of the stuff they say on the website, like net zero carbon, like the first commercial aircraft manufacturer to incorporate sustain sustainability from day one. That's exciting because we were going to say this because I know there's um, Jet Zero. We'll touch on it a bit later or maybe in another podcast, but Jet yeah. Zero is quite exciting. Like taking an industry that's so fuel hungry or fuel intensive or fossil fuel intensive whatever term you want to use and, Do and commit use to, committing to a net zero a year where they're going to be net zero is mental so the technology that's going to have to go into that is is crazy because it's i think it's easier it's easy for a car to turn a car company to turn net zero than it would be for an aircraft manufacturer to turn net zero Net zero, does that include the uh, our, what it took to build the actual aircraft as well? Probably. Yeah. Uh, Probably. You know what? Dare I say this, but I am going to... Bit of a conspiracy. I'm, I'm starting to back. No, I haven't really researched it into too much. But I read somewhere recently that um, apparently um, fossil fuels are actually renewable. And not non-renewable. Now, I'm not complaining if that's the truth because... He's currently just put his tinfoil hat on. Yeah. <laughs> i tell you why. But they say because there was... A... Again, I ain't done enough research on this. That's why I shouldn't probably be talking about it. But um, they said before going back 10 years, there was no such thing as it running out or, you know, the scare or anything like that. But now they're saying yeah. it is renewable, but yes, it might have an effect on the globe. Uh, but they also said the only reason why they're saying it's non-renewable renewable, is so they can hike the prices up of, it, of everything. Any, anything that's made with petroleum. Mate, fuel prices at the moment are stupid. Yeah, and this affects aviation as well. I mean, someone, well, yeah. someone put, um, I saw someone messaged, uh, was it? Jet two or Ryanair, bring back oh Ryanair, bring back uh, nine euro ninety nine flights. Oh man! So Ryanair yeah. responded with, well, bring down oil fuel, uh, yeah, fuel yeah, yeah. prices. Well, I think that this is this is well, that's, this that's is what's going to drive sustainability. In in because as well, think about if an airline can um, can uh, attain like fuel that's renewable. Because eventually, like if you like, yeah, the, the actual the things renewables, right? Is the actual, the actual installation cost and the actual uh, and the initial like maintenance, let's say, yeah, is yeah, it's pretty like for instance, if you're gonna install a wind turbine, pretty pretty hefty sum that you're gonna pay, but don't cost you anything to uh, turn on the wind. 
it'll cost you a little bit to maintain, but I'm pretty sure the fuel prices will drop. And then imagine, one, we'll be living in a world where there'll be no fossil fuels. And two, might be able to get to Benidorm for a fiver. Imagine. <laughs> the first place you're going is yeah, Benidorm. Just, my uncle's just gone. I'm well oh, jealous. God. I really want to go Benidorm. You can't blame me for that. <sighs> right, let's go back to Britain. <laughs> Moving That's on. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were doing so well then. <laughs> I feel like the podcast is just hit a low. Um, yeah, so boom. Yeah, first flight planned 2026. Well, that's... Uh, Actually, I told you it 2026. Yeah, that's the first flight planned. The introduction is 2029. Oh, as in like the prototype. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because it'll be three years of hey, I'm not complaining because we'll still be at beginning. Ooh, what, what year is it now? 2022? Yep. It's not even twenty. Seven years is quick. Seven years is very quick. What do you mean seven years? Like seven years till... The maiden flight, commercial maiden flight. Oh, right. That's very quick. I wonder what the selection process is, the hiring process. Like, who are they going to pick? Ex army, military? I reckon. Probably army. Yeah, it's got to be. Well, you, the, thing is, the thing is, right, you've got to. The thing is, like, you'll have to understand all the, the compressibility of, of supersonic flight, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, but you can learn that. Yeah, of course you can, but if someone's got first-hand experience, mate, it's going to be a fighter pilot. Oh, yeah, you, you know probably what I mean? have to put less into training them up. Well, that's the thing. You that, got- that, who's, who do you reckon is going to be paying for that uh, tight rating? There ain't no pilot out there that's going to pay for that tight rating themselves. I can guarantee nah, that. Nah, the, the airlines will pay for it. I, yeah, 100%. To be fair, to be fair I think, I, it might be wrong, but I think when you're actually, when you've been Never an airline like- for a fair whack of time, They'll be like that training bond. You know, when Emirates put a training bond together, you don't actually pay for that. Yeah, you, know, you don't pay for the type of, um, unless unless you leave the company early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, they won't. They won't. Yeah, make you pay for that, man. Unless and it's a low do. cost uh, carrier, <laughs> they'll make you well, pay. Well, yeah, this is the thing. I think there'll come a time. I think where the low costs will be desperate, desperate. If they aren't already. Yeah, and I was somebody. I was playing golf with the guy yesterday. I did before whenever, and he was he's asking me about it, about career and stuff, and um, he was saying that he's like, but do the airlines not pay for you? And I was like, <laughs> I sat laughing. I was like, what? Airlines do not, the airlines pay for me? Absolutely no chance, mate. He's like, why? I went, because they didn't need to, because it's a career where people are so desperate Used to get into. To, apparently, some yeah, back in some, day, yeah. back in day, but well, past couple, of, past decade or oh, so. Yeah, no. They're just it's a career that people up. people want to go into, so. They're not, they don't need to pay I think for that's them. why a lot of... That, that's the problem. That's the issue. If airlines don't... Um, so you, there's a massive cry out for pilots because there's a massive shortage. That shortage is going to get bigger. Um, again, mentioned this in a previous episode, over 50% of all the working pilots at the moment uh, within 10, 10 years, years of retirement. Yeah. If, and I reckon the one thing that's stopping people going for this is price is how much you're paying for it and the fact that you oh, are paying silly for money, it silly money. And so also, and it's also, only going to get worse if I, the airlines don't put something or it's governments a very, it's a very gate kept industry and and part of oh, that is, is myths as well like, not myths but like it's the illusion that the people think that you've got to pay you've, you've got to fork out 120 grand you don't you have to, you have to, yeah, you have to fork out a little bit of money, like. Oh, yeah, then, but if you're smart and savvy about it, it, it is expensive. Yeah. But if you're smart not, and savvy, it, you can have that. You could have that cost if oh, you're yeah. smart and savvy about oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred and ten percent. Um, I, t- I tell you what, I've done, and I'll, I'll speak about this. Um, because it is something that I wanted to address. Um, I've started. I think I've. Um, 
No, I don't think I've mentioned it before, but you can, in terms of our building, a way to lower the cost, you can share the price of hiring yeah. the aircraft. Now, I don't mean that with um, another pilot because you can't log, both log the same hours and we'll get onto that later on. Yeah. There's something about that, about our building. But um, in this country, in the UK, you can't log the same hours on the same aircraft, same flight between the two of you. I don't think you can. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, well, good luck getting an answer from the CIA. There might, there might, there might, be, a, there might be a way where you kind of like after through the flight change it off. Can really. you without... Uh, Passing it as a landing? I don't know. I don't know. I, either way, it doesn't change it because at the end of the day, you're still paying for... Yeah. Anyway, kind of thing. The, the way I've gone about this is I've started to um, word of mouth, get it out there. Look, I can take you flying. Um, where we share the cost of the hiring of the aircraft, which is fairly legal to do. Mm. Um because there is a lot of grey area with the CAA and um, IASA, I believe, with people paying. Obviously, you're not allowed to earn a penny with a PPL. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you have to have a commercial license. Don't know what it's like in the US. I think that is the same um, or anywhere else in the world. But I've uh, a way I've done it is I've tried to put it out on Instagram, show like uh, film videos, get uh, the ball rolling, interest in it, and. Um, from that, I've managed to have a lot of people book flights. I've taken them flying, whether it's a one-hour flight, two-hour flights, and they've um, we've shared the cost. They've paid towards it, and it's definitely lowered how much I've mm. put out. And now I've done it that much that now I've crossed the hundred-hour mark, which is a bit of a bit yeah. of a milestone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For any pilot, you got to be savvy, man. Yeah, you got to rate it. Um, I, I, wish, it. I wish I had the time. Yeah, no, I, I think I'm, no, no, I gotta admit, I'm fortunate in the position I'm in, um, being at uh, the people I, I see and me yeah, yeah. who are willing to do it because it's not cheap, I'm not gonna lie. Um, you, live, you live fairly close to the airfield as well. Yeah, which I is, mean, that too. <laughs> <laughs> That's two for the day. But now, nah, yeah, you live, <sighs> I, the problem is me is I live an hour away, so. Yeah, no, you're coming, coming to, coming to the. To Unless you're going to go to uh, Barton, I'm all right. Thank you very much. Okay, not nothing to do the airfield, but it's, it's <laughs> just the M sixty two, mate. Honestly, oh yeah, <laughs> completely off topic. I was coming up from Gloucester the other day, and I swear <laughs> to God, between just south of the Trafford Centre and to my house, it's probably like 10, 12, 13, 14 miles or something. Like that. Yeah, right. Is that it? It's not far. It's not far. It's probably a little bit more than that, but it's not far, right? But Honestly, in that space between there and getting to my house, the overheads, uh, you know, the smart motorways in quotations. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which are only smart as people operate them. Um, honestly, every single one, and bear in mind, they're every 500 meters or something. Yeah. The overhead things which tell you the, the speed limit. Every single one had a different speed on it. So you'd constantly have to slow up, slow down, slow up, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow up, slow up. And then some of them had different speeds in different lanes. It's like the, the inside two lanes would be like 40 and then the outside one would be 30. I don't see how smart motorways help. No, because they, no, I, I don't mean to offend people, but it's the people who are operating them, surely. Oh yeah, 100%. They must be having a laugh going, oh, I'm going to put this at 40. <laughs> <laughs> Just to piss them off. Do you know what I mean? That's what it, it, it takes me an hour to get to, to Sherbet. It used to take me, it used to take me like 40 minutes, 50, 45 minutes. 
it takes me over an hour now because one, they're still installing concrete barriers. Oh yes, bro! I've never been so. Oh, it's as if as if they just sit there and. I, I don't it's know why rant, barrier, we're, we're, we're rant, ranting about construction yeah. work, road workers, but um, now you make a valid point. I, it's it, or even even at my junction on the M62, they it took them forever. Yeah, absolutely forever. May I? Well, but yeah, I can understand why you're not. Uh, Honestly, I'm done with driving. I just want to just sit and fly planes all day. But that, that's that's we'll get on to what we were saying um, about our building. You just found out recently about our building in the US. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can... You can log the same flight. Yeah. As long as you've both got a license on the plane. FAA conversion and all. I presume so, yeah. Um, which is mental. We, no, that's really good. Because, but, so what we were pricing it at, um, again, anyone who's listening, who's done the PPL, wanting to our build, get their ATPL, surely you'll have seen, uh, uh, considered... You, you it, must have considered well, it's going to, to do, America, if definitely, because it it's cheap. If you to do it in the UK, it's roughly like... It's double the price. It's like, yeah, but it's like 10 grand, 10, 15, I don't even know. I was, no. I was quoted, oh no, wait, it'd be more than that. I was Way quoted more. 10 grand in the US. So it'd be, yeah, it'd be like... Oh, for 100 hours? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I thought you were talking, yeah. I've got a 10 grand figure in my head. Anyway, but yeah, the US is one cheaper anyway, because gas is cheaper and also no landing fees. Which means you have the freedom to yeah. kind of... You can go anywhere. Bro, but you can go to like... You can fly up wherever. Right? So if you want to go on a trip, start in Florida, mate. You could go up the East Coast and you land at a place then they've got a car, which... Oh, yeah, in they America, give you a car. Yeah, yeah, but in America, because they insure the car, not the person, you yeah. can just grab... Uh, oh, almost well then. I didn't mean to. You did but, before, but it's all yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> you can hop in the car, go to Walmart or some American Target or I don't know. Yeah. Go get some stuff, go to a hotel... Crash the night, yeah. Come back or to a the motel, yeah. Thing. And then, um, I think you might have to pay for like overnight storage off. Um, you might you might even get waived the fuel and stuff. I don't know. It might be like Some it. places might be different. Yeah, but bro, there's no landing fees. So yeah, here, mate, here, yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Silly. We're lucky here because we don't have to pay landing fees. What do you mean? At Sherbourne, we don't. Yeah, because we're taking off from Sherbourne and landing. Yeah, but if we don't do some circuit training, we don't have to do it. And same with Brayton. Oh, yeah, we, we don't have to do it with Brayton. I didn't know about that, about the Britain There's a few more. I don't know what they are, but there's a few more airfields that they've got like partnerships with, I think. That's pretty cool. But um, where is it? So a landing fee, what is it? Manchester for a PA28, I think. 60 quid. No, it's more than that. Is it? I thought it was double. I don't think they'd let you in the first quid place. Um, no, won't let, they won't let you in. No. But some, can, you imagine, some, can you imagine ringing up for PPR? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some people, uh, Lee's Bradford, that's about 60, I believe. I'm just going to have a look because I was talking to my mate. He's learning out of um, Newcastle and I had no clue it was a thing. I really did because obviously the sheltered life here at Shearburn where yeah. <laughs> you just pay for the aircraft and, and you instruct and that's it. But he said, so he's learning he's, out of Newcastle. Yeah. Right, which, yeah, it's fairly busy airport now. I think they've up their um, kind of routings. I think you can fly Emirates from uh, Newcastle now. Yeah, you can. Triple um, sevens. Um, yeah, so, but he said £25 per landing and £12 per touch and go. Imagine you're just there. You, you just want to do an hour's lesson, learning PPL, and you've got to slap on an extra 50 quid. Well, yeah. Is that taking into account the lesson, though, and the instructor no, 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 time? No. no, that's on top. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is stupid. The question is, do you get charged? Because I know you get, um, uh, when you're doing instrument stuff, you've got you got to pay for, like, when you do an R&P approach or, not R&P. 
Yeah. Is R&P or R&F? Mate, I'm so novice so at this, this stuff. This, but, so the landing fees at a lot of the places isn't um, the actual full price of what you pay. Because some places, the landing fee could be like 20 quid, 40 quid, a big international airport. What gets you is the obligatory handling fees. <laughs> right. So yeah. then, you know, um, I, I'm not going to call out any companies who do handling. <laughs> Um, so I've got a quote for a fairly large uh, <laughs> international airport. <laughs> not as busy is, now. Is it an international in quotations airport? No, no, no. Actual international oh, airport. Right, right. Um, so in 2018, someone put the for handling quote for 1,630 kilos. So they go for weight. Yeah. Um, which I think that's like. That's not, that's not a lot. That's not a lot, no. That's like a lie aircraft. 330 quid. Three hundred and thirty pounds. Oh, that does include two free hours free parking. Wow, free. Jesus Christ. Um, but however, later on, um, people have said uh, SR twenty two one point six tons landing fee forty pounds handling fee twenty five pounds parking twenty five pounds. They don't say how long that's for. Um, I'd presume it's overnight. I doubt that. Really? Yeah. But that was in twenty twenty one. So three years later. Same place. Three. 2018 was the first one. Three hundred and thirty pounds. I was going to say, I was like, 2021, we're in 2022 now. It's not three years. No, no, yeah. So <laughs> now if I if I were to go to Edinburgh, for instance, now I've, I've actually looked at this one. Uh, I'm going off of pilot notes. So this is what other pilots have written down and they said. Um, it's on Sky Demon, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So... No matter whether this is a single prop, a single engine prop, or a 747, for overnight, a thousand pounds, just to land and stay overnight. No, they got me joking. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Um, I've got here quoted 69 pound landing uh, fee plus 11 pound navigation fee. <laughs> I presume that's then, the, the then ATC. You add, then you that. add 187 for the handling and then uh, so that's just during the day. If you want to stay overnight, slap on a thousand pounds on top of that. <laughs> that's when I was considering in doing a flight to uh, Edinburgh. Yeah, I'd pass, mate. Um, that is silly, silly money. Yeah. So now you get the idea why people go to America to our build. Or yeah. even, even people say our building in South Africa and in Australia is cheap as well. I don't yeah. know if that's the same with uh, landing fees. But that's ridiculous in the UK. I don't know what... Is Europe the same? No. Well, uh, no. It's not. Uh, yeah. No. I so don't know. I don't know. I've, I've, I bet it's not too. I bet it's not too dissimilar. Because to be fair, they're all under EASA. They all used to be under EASA. So I doubt. I doubt the UK's changed <laughs> significantly since Brexit. I won't be surprised because the CAA is not government funded, so they probably slapped on fees higher. That is too dissimilar. I don't think stuff changes like that quickly. I don't know. I don't know. But it's just it's just silly money, man. Like, I'm a 23-year-old kid trying to fund my way through quite possibly something that's more expensive than a house where I live. Yeah. And you're paying, paying 25 quid to touch your wheels down <laughs> and stop. Oh, it's miles cheaper in Europe. Is it? Yeah. While we're talking. You can stay there two days for 17 euros, which oh. is about 15 quid. Probably give you a croissant as well. Oh, yeah, probably. 
Nah, he's, he's a silly, silly. Um, no, that's near the Alps. Oh, yeah. So you're not complaining Maybe for location. Maybe that's where we go on our trip. All the way to the Alps. Yeah, man. Oh, I love that. That'd be sick. The Alps are cool. I mean, you can you can you can hit a few mountain waves, but we move. It's just a bit of turbulence, you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, oh, I don't know. It just it just sucks. I wish I was American at this point. In America, really you wish I was American. It's so much cheaper. And it's just cooler. It's just The only cooler. thing I don't like about America is the hours, the amount of hours you have to get flying before you can actually apply to a regional. That's the only issue. Yeah, that's the yeah, issue. Here, you can... 250 hours total. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah. Um, frozen ATPL, and you can get a job at Ryanair, EasyJet, you know, local airlines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can even, walk into... Even probably BA if... If you if you are the right match, well they they only require five hundred hours on type at the moment. Oh, so you can't go straight from. I think you can, but um, I mean, like it's probably rare. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, like if you were to, uh, you were to transfer afterwards, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, they only even even. But to be fair, actually, I don't think that I, I think that might have been for long haul maybe I, don't I know. can imagine that being long haul yeah but I still it's um they used to have a uh, the low cost version uh, the BA City Flyer no no they had a low cost carry called Go oh did they yeah and EasyJet bought it oh right yeah yeah, yeah but they, then they set up City Flyer didn't they which is just yeah they still fly they still fly um, oh do they yeah they still fly um, the Embraers and um, they got a few Bombardiers. Turbo props. Bombardiers? Yeah, Bombardiers. They got a few turbo props, I think. Yeah. Well, they used to. Like, um... Like Flyby. Yeah, like, like Flyby. AT, uh, no, not an ATR. Dash 8s, I think. Yeah. But, I don't know. I think that's... Uh, to be honest with you, I think... I think as soon as Flyby gets started, that will... The BA's domestic stuff will probably weasel off. Because EasyJet... Right, for, for instance, EasyJet now, EasyJet don't even challenge a route... Like hypothetically, if they're coming up with a route they want to launch, yeah. If it's within, if that route is within three hours of the train time, the time it takes to get there on train, I like. Oh, they don't bother. They don't bother. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, if if it takes twenty minutes, to, if it takes an hour to fly there. If the train takes four hours to get there, they won't challenge it. I mean, to be fair, that makes sense because the aircraft that they operate are larger and cost more than what Flybe would operate, for instance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I think, I think, I think, I think, Flybe I think they need to, because it used to be really cheap to travel by plane nationally in the UK. Yeah. Oh, I say really cheap, relatively cheap. Mm. Um, to the point where you'd get there for the same price in quicker time than a train. Yeah, yeah. So, and then there's, there's no one now. They need to speed up, right? Eastern? Eastern Airways? Yeah, they're based out of Hull, aren't they? Um, That's I'm one of their bases, I believe. But but yeah, the thing is, I don't think it's the flying necessarily. I think, like in the US, a lot of the, a lot of domestic flights are subsidised. When I say domestic, I mean like interstate flights. Oh, you yeah, know, like yeah, When they're going from like- I have seen that. State capital to some absolute village in the middle of like the outback or something. I don't know. But like, yeah, yeah they're all state subsidised, but I don't know if the UK has that. And no, even if they no, do, I can't imagine. That's a lie. No they do have that, but for like flights, yeah, like it'll be like Shetland, Shetland, yeah, yeah. for that. Orkney but, Islands, yeah, yeah, yeah. But because they need to. That's like, it's the airports, man. The airports are so slow. Getting, getting through to, in the US, right? I'm pretty sure you can be, you can get on a domestic flight 
Um, and so if you get off a domestic flight, you, you're out the airport in yeah, 10 minutes. There's no passport control. Well, yeah. What do you need? UK, but the problem is the airports are so inefficient here, I think anyway, that it takes... You'd be waiting in Manchester airport for your bag for 40 minutes at least. Yeah, that's the thing. Even, even right nowadays, even in quiet times, mate, you'll be waiting 40 minutes for your bag. But that, that's Manchester, though. Like, I, I wonder what Humberside is like. Probably just as bad. They don't have the nah, of staff at that. Have you ever been in there? Dead. Yeah, I went for a coffee whilst I was waiting for my um, just on my QXC. Or... Yeah. Well, yeah, I yeah. I but... was rushing on mine. I was late. Oh yeah. Yeah, because I got held up at T side. What's the weather? No, no, no. Uh, there was loads of us, loads of people landed all at the same time. And um, obviously they gave priority to everyone else but me for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> and I was sat there and I'm like, I need to be at Hull at a certain time. And oh, I need to be back PPR. here at a certain time. It was, it was my cross country. Yeah, yeah. And I just thought, yeah, and the PPR. And uh, yeah, they just took the time with signing it off and everything. I don't know why, but you know. It's just chilled out. It's a laid back laid back um, airport that as is Humberside to be fair they get a lot of traffic um, with the helicopters you know for the uh, Humberside yeah or yeah for the oil rigs out oh to sea. yeah they do actually yeah yeah so I think that's where they get a lot of their it's uh, a weird business. place for it though then well, it up no it's ideal in the North Sea it's packed. yeah but would you not think it would like Teesside or like, why Humberside that's a good question. Uh, I, I don't have a clue. I don't know. But yeah, should we just leave it there? Yeah. No, I think it's, it's been, been a good episode. Been a good, uh, good catch up. I'm really desperate for coffee and also a bit of scram. Some scram. <laughs> <My belly laughs> I don't know why we're saying this on the podcast. My belly's we're staying in now. But yeah. yeah. Um, no, definitely. If you haven't uh, checked any of the socials out, do check them out, please. Give it a follow. Give it some support. Um, and hopefully we do help you along your journey. Unless you're just listening, just just for the great bands we have on this uh, <laughs> <laughs> podcast, we're hey. such nerds. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah peace, out, peace out, have fun.